live. We're live. And we've been, been gone for a bit, but you won't be able to notice that we've been gone for a bit because we're going to post this a week from the last one that we posted. And not just that. I'm not alone. I'm here with none other than Zachary Newton. Zach, how you hey, doing? Hey, good. How's it going? It's, it's, it's been quite a while for, for us to record. It has been. It has been. And uh, just to reintroduce myself, my name is Mario, and I am the other host of The Midnight Exchange. You should know this by now, because this will be about episode six or seven. And if you're still yeah. with us, and somehow you made it so far past all of the rabbit holes of the last episodes. and Oh, yeah. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. You know, speaking of episode numbers, I was just thinking... Should we should we make like seasons out of this stuff or should we just let yes. it be oh my God. all all episodes? Man, this is why we get along. Because I was literally gonna message you the other day and, and say we should do this in seasons. Definitely. This is this is hilarious. This is like the third thing that we've almost told each other that the moment we started talking within today, the other person had already thought of it. Yeah, man. And we're not gonna bring up the other idea of no. what we discussed because that is going to be a surprise. segment that is coming to you soon to surprise Some, you. sometime in the future a surprising new segment and we won't tell you what it's called not Absolutely. even if you beg us but if you do pay us maybe oh i don't even know what it's called yet we haven't come up with a name i'll tell you the name off air all right off air sounds good oh, <laughs> okay so now let me write that down um in seasons so i have this thing I don't watch TV shows that have more than 15 episodes per season. I call okay. it the mainstream cable network test. If it has 22 episodes, to me, it's just not a top caliber show. I used to be able to do it, but as I've gotten older, my my palate has evolved. Call me bougie. But um, yeah, man. Google Captions got that one wrong. <laughs> uh, for, for those who don't know we're we're on a a google meet right now and we have the uh the captions turned on it's kind of it's kind of cool new but cool and we also do this is how we record kind of not through google meet but um it's the way we can see each other as we're doing these things exactly. um not to go off that tangent into the episode zach what have you been up to lately what's been uh taking up your time oh man i've been uh, i've been slammed with work trying to get caught up with work uh, I've actually had to go out of town again, which I mean, it's, I enjoy going out of town. It's, it's, uh, it's kind of relaxing, but at the same time, you're just really focused on a specific task most of the time, I think. Um, cause you're really only there for one thing. So I've been, uh, been going out of town, come back getting caught up on work, uh, trying to work on some, some personal projects, trying to work on, you know, learning React, uh, React JS, and Flutter and Gatsby, all at the same time. Which I kind of, I think I kind of touched on in a previous episode, but that that's still kind of a work in progress. Uh, oh, and Firebase. And man, I have to tell you, the things I've been seeing from Firebase—it's just what is incredible. Firebase for so, okay, so and and for the audience, let me say this right now. Zach is the programmer here. I am just as in complete uh, confusion when he <laughs> speaks about these things as well. Somewhat. I mean, no, no, absolutely 
completely when he starts going off like the, the rails. When he starts going off the rails of new technology and programming, it might as well be Chinese. So Zach, what is <laughs> what is Fire Firewall Firebase? So Firebase is a tool built by Google, um, which is it's just a very incredible tool. So they have built-in things uh, like authentication. So they have different methods for authentication, like uh, anonymous authentication, email, uh, phone, uh, Google Auth, Facebook, all all the crazy stuff. Probably Apple soon if they don't already have that. Uh, but then they also have uh, their own database and storage, which they call like the Firestore, which is a super lightweight and quick synchronized way to store information. And then they also have a separate way, way to store like files and and things like that, which is great. And then everything's served up on, on Google CDN, so it doesn't really matter where you are in the world, you get it pretty much instantly but they just had some crazy new releases which are phenomenal for the well i mean i guess it's great for the enterprise world too but in like professional environments and things like that where you want to test applications and and uh you know actually send send builds out to people they built their own um like app location distribution module inside of Firebase where you can upload your um, your builds, so like an iOS build or an Android build, send out a link to somebody, have them sign up, go through this process to it just install the app, which, I mean, it, it's pretty simple, but it's simple when it works, if you know what I mean. Uh, so uh, they've got a few kinks to work out of it. I just tried it out today. So um, how when does it this, does work, it's great. You get a lot of This data. is just to store information, to store your... Well, I mean, yes and no. I mean, it, it it depends on what you're building, really. I mean, there's so much that you can do with it. Like, it, like for instance, um, the Midnight Exchange web application that I'm working on, the authentication that I showed you already that's being done, that's being done with Firebase. So when you're logging in with like my email and password that I set up, you're becoming authenticated. And because you're authenticated, I have a private router which is allowing you to navigate to the private or the mm-hmm. off protected so it's pages. A way, it's a way to share information privately. It can be, but you can also keep it open to the public. But I mean, it, it's a, it's a good replacement for, uh, what would it be called? I guess like a serverless application or something kind of like that, but it's not really serverless. That's a, that's, that's a whole nother rabbit hole. But that's kind of the gist of what it is. So I'm 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 in the midst of learning all of that and and getting caught up on timesheets and you know looking at resumes and trying to to find some people I might want to hire to to manage that department or but uh... mm, multiple different things. So right now I'm looking for a UI engineer, UX engineer, front end developer, um, business analyst, and things like that. All so right. Look, yeah looking to fill a team there. So that that's that's kind of what I've been um been up to recently, I think. How about you? What you been what you got going on? Not much, to be honest with you. Um I've done Not crap much. the last couple of weeks. Just I know it's like time. every time I turn around you just calling me I'm, I'm bored. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not right. No, um, it's not. No, I'm just kidding. Uh no, I've been I've been working. I've been working a lot. Uh there's been a lot of projects that have come out of nowhere in the last um 
some have come out of nowhere. Others have just been gradual, but then, you know, just prepping for events coming up. I've actually been having to do a lot of design and working on uh, coordinating print production and stuff like that for uh, for some trade shows coming up for yeah, one of my I clients. Heard I heard you're becoming an uh, expert in Illustrator. Uh, um, Somewhat of a, uh, an expert. I, I'm very, I know my way around. I know my way around Illustrator and InDesign very well now. Not going to lie. Photoshop to me is still like... It's average. I'm just not a fan compared to to compared Photoshop. to Illustrator and InDesign. Yeah, Photoshop to me is just like a a labyrinth. Well, I think Photoshop's kind of lost its place. Almost it feels like there's there's really only a few use cases that I ever have where I find myself using Photoshop anymore. It's like, and it's almost the same thing with Illustrator, but. Illustrator still has its uses. Um, like XD, I use for everything almost that I would have used Illustrator for in and the past. And XD for the uh, for the audience is what do you use is, it for? XD is from Adobe. It's called Experience. Well, it stands for Experience Design. Um, and Adobe it, leads the. They are the market leaders for the most part with um, this thing they call the Creative Suite, and they offer anything from video production editing to uh, special effects, motion graphics, uh, audio editing, um, graphic design, pretty much everything within that realm. And even going towards web development, design, all that sort of thing. Yeah, they've had, they've had their hand in a lot. Um, as, I mean, as far as how I use XD, you don't pretty have to much any way, just like a any way that you would have thought, like you would have used Illustrator in the past, vector graphics, things like that, is so much quicker in XD to just put together a composition or something like that, especially when it comes to UI UX design. But any any vector art really, but Illustrator always gives you much more in depth tools, uh, which I do like, and then. To replace Photoshop, I mean, we have Lightroom, so we we kind of have these two more lightweight applications, which do things quicker, in my opinion. If you really need to get, you know, into the weeds and and do some crazy editing, well, it's, it's then legal I would now, go into so those. we're good. Yeah, it is legal now. It's true. Um, <laughs> Anyways, back to so you. What? Yeah, enough about me. Uh, oh, enough, fine, fine. Enough about me. Kind of Last boring. week or the week before was the Apple event. Right. And uh, yes, we're both sort of Apple heads around here. And uh, we wanted to just kind of give a brief run through of the newest, latest and greatest. What's going on? And Zach has prepared some notes. I have an article open of the of the bullet points of what (laughs) took place. And we could just kind of go through these little by little. I do want to go through them. I took I took some notes. my favorites are the notes around the Apple Arcade and the Apple TV content. Okay. Uh, well, let me, let, me, we let me first start with, we'll give okay. the highlights. We'll give what we wanted and then we'll give what we're a little bit upset about. Okay. Before, before we get into it though, I, I do have to tell a quick story. About Apple? <sighs> yes. Yes, technically it is. Well, it, it definitely is. So, and uh, I caved. Uh, I got the iPhone 11 Pro Max. Do you regret it? 
Midnight Green for the color, midnight by the way. Dream. Do I? Green. I thought you said midnight, midnight cream. I was like, what is that? This no, is I said dirty. midnight green. Dang it, Google. Stop. <laughs> um, no, so I, I got. <laughs> color. Let me let me rephrase what oh, I you said. Got the green one. Yeah, I ordered the iPhone 11 Pro Max. That is a mouthful in the midnight green color. Uh, and UPS and Apple said it would be here today. And then. Immediately after they said that, there was like an issue with the UPS API. And I have not had any data until today at like 12 in the afternoon. Lord. And it was still in South Korea. I thought they were so, bringing everything back to America. It's what? still not here. They are actually starting to, to develop or is it develop, produce uh, the Mac Pro, the, you know, the like $30,000 mm -hmm. Apple computer. In Texas, I think they're going to start making it there. Can, can we discuss something really quick? Yeah. Space gray looks space gray. It does. Midnight green. I guess if midnight green is a color, this would be midnight green. Why is silver white? Oh, I don't know. And it's why terrible. is gold pink? <laughs> I hate the... They're kind of cool, but they just don't look that good. I'll tell you my like, story. They don't the, look like a premium. The The last phone I bought was the white one. You can call it silver. I'll call it white. You got the white one, really? Last one. Remember, I, I bought it. And, the 10 um, or like, like the, X, the one before that? The, the XS Max I bought. I bought the Okay. One. I bought it in the white. I got tired of it within a day. It was so shiny that I could see my like my reflection in it. And that's not the reason I turned it in because I was tired of seeing my reflection. But, you know, when you have everything, you know, in gray and black, it's hard to go back, man. It's hard to go back. It's true. It's true what they say. Anyways, I digress. You don't think you're going to get tired of seeing the midnight green when it gets there? Or was it because of the midnight exchange you were feeling mi midnighty? You see, and that was my feeling. I was like... I, I was thinking about it. Well, all right. So first of all, after the event, which we'll get into in a moment, I was like, you know, I'm not going to spend money on the phone. I'm not going to get it. And then, uh, uh, Michaela was actually telling me, uh, Michaela is, is currently my girlfriend. Um, for those of you who don't know, she was like, well, you've got the Apple like upgrade program. Why don't you just get it? Yeah, I'm like, I don't know. And if you have like, the yearly one, you've got to do it every year. Even yeah, if it's so, literally just a monolith cube mm, with, exactly. that you can't open, like you have to get it. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, I was like, all right, fine, fine. I'll get it. So then I was That's sitting there. You, you sound like thinking, Cameron like, from could... Ferris Dealer's Day Off. I'll go, <laughs> no. I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. <laughs> uh, no. So I was, I was, I was thinking, I'm like, all right, should I get the space gray? I love space gray and I always get annoyed when I have a different color that's not space gray. And uh, for whatever reason, I was like, no, I'm going to get the midnight green. <laughs> Full well knowing that I'm probably going to be annoyed with it in a month. <laughs> let's see. Let's see if you pull a Mario move. I literally, I made a pact with myself. I said, I'm never going to order an iPhone until I see it in person. Until I see the damn thing in person. I ordered the white one. And yeah. I had to. I hope I don't pray this upon you, Zach. I would <laughs> pray it upon my worst enemy. Maybe. Uh, but I'll say this. Look, man. I, I'm, 
I have an over under number in my head of, of amount of money that thinks that you're going to return to an Apple store within a month to return your green <laughs> for the space gray. We'll see. We'll, we'll see how that goes. I might end up doing that. I might just tough it out and wait for the next one though. <laughs> I, I, I just had to give it another try. It was the, uh, so here's the, here's the only reason I went for the new color. A, it's a new color and B, it's the only new color that, that cool. was so close to the space gray that it actually had me questioning if I should get the space gray or not. I'm not going to lie. I had that same thought. I, I had know. that same that's, thought about the midnight green. That's my concern. I don't know. I'm, I'm sticking with the XS Max for now. We'll okay. see if I change my mind. I hold the uh-huh. privilege of changing my mind. Okay, now, let's get you. to some of these events. What actually yes, happened? All right. I'll, so... Do you want to, you want to go? No, you, you please lead the way, but, right, but so keep I it brief some, on the point. <laughs> I will. I have some, yeah, it's kind of long. I have some lovely notes here. Um, to start off the Apple event, we have the Apple arcade. Before we get into this points, have you heard anything about the Apple arcade before? Cell phone, cell phone games, it's a streaming platform for cell phone games. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much true. So they showed off some like Frogger and Toy Town game, which, I mean, if you like Frogger, I guess it's... You know, Frogger would be a okay. good phone game. I'm not going to lie. It would yeah, be a fun... Do you really want to pay uh, that like money per month just to play that game? I don't like Frogger that much. I would just buy the game for 20 bucks. Well, my point, I would rather buy any game on the Apple Store for a you know finite amount of money than pay a subscription fee. It's just not worth it. You know, the thing is, I just don't play phone games. Me neither. Every, and also, I'd probably play more for... The only phone game I ever played a lot of was the Fallout uh, Shelter one, mm-hmm. and that one was fun because you're literally managing like a, a literal a little post-apocalyptic vault, and you're building it up, and you're investing in different places, and you literally have to procreate, like you have to make like match make your your peeps so you can advance the human race, and you send out your best fighters into the wasteland, and all that stuff. It was fun. So that sounds pretty good. But all of these like pay-to-play type games and all that kind of stuff it, it's just so annoying um that it, you know i would just want like a really good game that it's pretty much a a resource management game where you have like a, a business or a, a town or i don't know something like that i feel like that's a good phone game right there yeah it could be but i don't and i don't play games on the phone that much but i will admit i did have the like what is it asphalt eight or nine racing game on there and i collect i connected my um ps4 controller to my phone and i I did a couple yeah now with a new with a new operating system uh ios 13 you can connect xbox controllers uh ps4 controllers to your like iphone to your ipad i think you'll be able to connect it to your actual computer as well in uh in the near future and uh, so anyways, I connected it and I, I, you know, had a couple of races and it was fun. Uh, and then I deleted the game because I don't play games. Uh, <laughs> anyways, other than that, there was a, just a couple other games, some underwater thing. And then um, uh, my note actually just says more stupid games because <laughs> <laughs> I really wasn't amu- amused by it. I do play games. I just don't play games on my phone. So... I'm all about all about the video games, but it, it's just got to be one that makes sense for a phone. I just don't see myself 
doing that. If I'm going to play, I'm just going to turn on the PlayStation 4 and, and, exactly. and do that. So, but then again, think about this. It's not just about us. There are little kids out there that yeah, are growing up on this. And their, their main experience growing up, what they will fall in love with will be iPad games. Mm-hmm. Probably iPad games because parents will probably like withhold phones from their kids until they're teenagers. Of so course. iPad games is what they'll fall in love with. So they're our Sega Genesis or who, if you are of my generation, you would have played the Sega Genesis first, probably, or Super Nintendo. Um, they're going to fall in love with the iPad. And then so I wonder what they're what they're going to like growing up older, probably PC. But it'll probably be a just different level of VR and stuff like that. So um, aside from that, any other notes on the arcade? No, I mean that was really about nope. it. The first oh, couple wow. of that's points, very, very I just what's next? I wasn't too happy with. You weren't happy with what? I can't hear you now. What the hell? Yeah. Does it yeah. keep turning off my mic? Yeah, it does. Are you? Do you still have your captions on? Yeah, I think it's turning off my mic through some sort of audio thing i'm saying yeah yeah let's just uh i'm turning off these captions yeah turn it off i turn mine off google is creepy we keep this in the podcast because we need this on the record all right google's auto, <laughs> auto turning off our mics well they are don't they have like uh there's espionage charges against them already google i think that that's what i heard today they're trying to to mess with the uh, the election and the searches and whatnot. Oh yeah, that's a hands down thing they're doing. But they, but all of them do it. Facebook, Twitter, and Google do it. Oh, they all do it. They they all have the, the there's all like espionage charges against all of them. Facebook, uh, Google, a few others. I just don't know who they are. All those platforms are straight up cancer to talk about politics on. It's it's very true. I wasn't even talking about politics today. I was talking about the Lakers and the Clippers. I was debating that the Clippers starting five was better than the Lakers starting five. And I had just a bunch of Lakers, a bunch of Lakers uh, little fanboys coming at me <laughs> from every single direction. They're like, maybe Patrick Beverly sucks. And I was like, uh, responding with Kawhi Leonard laughing memes. and <laughs> Be the bigger person, man. Be, no, don't come at me, person. bro. Don't come at me. You don't know enough about basketball. All right. Okay. So I was asking right. what's next on the list. Before Google rudely spied on us to make yeah, us come on, come on, vote Google, you're for making us mad. We weren't we weren't gonna say anything about the espionage, wow. but now we did. Now your mic turned off again. Um, and now my AirPods connected. I swear, is it gonna mute? It just muted you again. We're gonna have to end this call and start a new one. Google is spying on you, dude. That's crazy. All right, all right. Let's, call. let's end this call and I'll start a new one and we'll I'll shoot pa- you we'll a, pause this podcast a message. Alrighty. Yo. Yo. And we're back. Yeah. And you sound better too. Alright, thank you. You're welcome. Um, all right, so let's continue. I asked you right. what's next. What else did Apple talk about next? Yes. So next. <laughs> next is the Apple TV Plus. And before I read my very descriptive a note on Apple TV Plus. Did you watch the keynote? No, I didn't watch Jack Squat. Okay. Okay. So my note for Apple TV Plus. Actually, I think is I did. as follows. I think I did. All right. It's, a, it's as follows. It says, new content. Blah. <laughs> That's it. 
I was not not happy at all with the new content that I saw in there, the stuff that they're trying to make and put out. Have you seen any of it? Their TV content? The Apple TV Plus stuff, like the movies, the TV shows. This is my domain. Um, so I like the I like the one with, wow, what is that actor's name? He's in The Killing. There's an old show on, not old, I'm not that old. The Killing on AMC. Um, he's the detective Holden. Um, and he is the... He's the guy who goes against Frank Underwood in House of Cards in the presidential race. Mm. What's this actor's name? Joel Kinnaman? Yeah, yeah, Joel Kinnaman. Okay, great actor. Okay. Um, I, I thought he was a typecast guy, but turns out he's not, even though he still kind of plays that same kind of guy. Anyways, mm. that show looks great with him. The Jason Momoa one? Yeah. Eh, it's to be determined whether Jason Momoa can carry a show. But I think it's going to go the direction of Vikings, just from the trailer. It'll be like one of those shows where Jason Momoa is saving his kid who has eyes, who can see in this world where everyone's blind, which I hope is not like a forced metaphor for the political climate of the world. Just, just get that out of my face. Anyway, probably will be, though. Whatever. Anyways, I like Jason Momoa. But what I will say... That show, it has a lot of potential. Mm. Apple has the money to fund it and make it great. But it's all about how a show can carry conflict forward and have subplots developing while the main plot is really interesting. And Every great show has that sort of dynamic. And so if it can be a... I'd say if it can be a five-season show, that would be a success. Okay. Go the Viking route. Let the kid grow up save him and then do a time time leap at the end and after after season two do a time leap kid's a kid like he's a, like a walking kid in season two and then season three he's a man or or a woman i don't know if it's a boy or girl but baby anyways isn't that a that viking show the one with like like all blind or something no not at all sir the apple show is where they're all blind yeah the apple show i mean that that's what i'm talking about this is going to be the great streaming war of twenty of the 2020s where every single major company tries to just consume us with content. It's a great time to be a filmmaker, to be a, a writer, to be a content creator. Yeah, because every okay. dude, Netflix just paid half a billion or a billion dollars for Seinfeld. Let me pull up the numbers here. Who knows? All I know is Netflix, man, was putting out money on top of money for original content. They were, I think, for like a couple years, they were spending more money on making content than they were making at all just because they knew what was going to happen the next few years. And I mean, now you've got Disney coming on board. You've got Apple coming on Everybody, man. Everyone and their mother. They said they paid far more than $500 million to get Seinfeld. It's all going to be about... Who has the most shows that people are willing to pay for? And exactly. so Apple's coming in there like, hey, middle fingers in the air, $5 a <laughs> month, y'all. $5 a month because our content's going to be straight up limited yeah. for the first two years while we start Dude, onboarding artists. Meanwhile, Amazon low-key hiring everybody under the sun. I'm waiting to see like where... The, I mean, Matthew Weiner, who made Mad Men, is with Amazon. 
Um, oh, is he really? Yes, he is. Uh, I think Apple or Disney, somebody offered, uh, what's his face? J.J. Uh, Abrams. They offered him a yeah. billion dollars. We were talking about that before. Yeah. They offered him a billion dollars. Who was it, Apple? Uh, yeah, I think you said it was Apple. Okay, they offered him a billion dollars. I could be wrong on this. Fact check me, Twitter people. Um, they'll let us know. They'll let us know. He turned it down. And the wisest thing he ever did because people like J.J. Abrams are going to be priceless. Mm-hmm. Freaking, he's a showrunner. Like The guy can do it from A to Z. So, I'm ready. Yes. But what are you going to so, keep? What are you going to keep? Are you going to get Apple TV? I guess. Ah, oh, man. So, here's the thing. I was very disappointed with the... Um, the shows and the movies that they pitched that was going to be on the platform already. So I, I, and I know the content's going to be very limited. I mean, it's just launching. They're trying to get a few big name people. Um, so, I mean, yeah, they're, they're trying, but the one thing I will give it credit uh, for is the way that they're trying to onboard people. It, it was just genius. If you buy like any device from Apple within this year, I think it is, you get Apple TV, free for an entire year hey so, so why would you just bought why the phone. would you keep everything i well you gotta you give see, me your that, password for that i'm wondering though if i'll get apple tv plus i don't know because did i really buy the phone or am i just renting the phone it depends how if apple wants to be a d-bag i mean i'm paying them for the phone so you would think i would get apple tv plus for it but Let me knows? ask you a question. On this turn yeah, in the phone program, the yearly one. Yeah. How much money did you have to pay to get the, the new phone? Nothing. Nothing, uh, right? the, the only thing I had to pay was not even to Apple. It was just to, I think it was just to AT&T uh, just to switch the, the plan over to a different phone. That was really it. But you still, do, you still do AT&T or are you strictly with Apple? So I don't pay AT&T for any of my hardware, period. I only pay AT&T for the service. I pay Apple for the device itself. Yeah. I'm going to start doing that next year. Dude, it's so worth it. Because, I mean, I I know you're not ever going to take advantage of it based off of our conversation earlier in the podcast. No, no, no. You can can upgrade early. Like, you get a free up. Like, look, they send me this. I already got this, which I was kind of aggravated about. This box that you're seeing, for those who can't see, I'm holding a box up to the camera right now. This box is the return box for the current phone I have. Um, uh, You know, when I get the replacement phone that I don't have yet. Yes. So... Thanks, Apple. Um, so, I mean, it's very easy. You just pay whatever the monthly is for the phone itself. When the new one comes out, if you're eligible for the upgrade, which just means you made 12 payments, you just say, hey, let me order that one. They send it to you. You make the payment on that phone. You get a box. You put your old phone in it. And that's kind of it. And then uh, I did do the the update once last year. I went from the, the 10 to the 10s Max. Uh, and that was, it was very seamless just transferring everything over it. It only took a four days, a few minutes. Oh. No, no, it only, it only took a few minutes, um, to transfer everything over to get the, the cell plan switched over. It was super straightforward. The only thing that took a little bit of time was oh just reinstalling the apps, but it did it again. That wasn't even that bad. Hold on. Stop talking. These AirPods keep randomly connecting. I don't like. 
why it's in the case it's literally in the case i got apple i'm oh all right you cut off of course i do of course i cut off this is phenomenal this is just straight up phenomenal bro i think it was your airpods going crazy or something then my airpods are in the case fam they're in the case yeah, but i was still hearing you like it sounded like i was hearing you through the case that is very terrifying that's it's nuts, like a genie. that's creepy it's like a genie lamp it's live google knows we're not happy with them right now they're just trying to sabotage everything i don't think we've had any problems like this before all right moving on what's the next thing apple yes. talked about uh so the next thing was the ipad uh, very boring very uh it was it was very boring it's just a super cheap ipad uh they just made the display a little bigger added a little more pixels it uses the new ipad os which you're gonna have which has that's cool multitasking so i mean it's, it's convenient that they're giving it you know they're empowering it with the better oh i mean granted there's not too much different with the os yet um it's, it's getting there but it has uh, support w for the Apple Pencil. And so here's the good thing, because this is more geared towards students again. It, it's the more budget iPad. It starts at $329 uh, for education. With a discount, it starts at $299. It has the smart connector, and it has support for the Apple Pencil. So if you're uh, like a student in class, you can get the little keyboard for it for really cheap. Just connect it right there with the smart connector. Then you, I mean, you can write all your notes with an iPad. You you can draw, sketch, whatever you need. That is dope. That's nice. Yeah. I remember when we were kids, we just had those really cool, the iMac that made iMacs popular, which was those uh, different yeah. colored computers. Oh my God. <laughs> I just enjoyed using those things so much when I was a kid. <laughs> you see, I had, I had this thing. It was interesting. It, it had a pencil too, but it was just, it was paper. So that's what I took notes on. Today I wrote. Um, <clears throat> 20 things down on a no, 24 things down on a piece of paper and um, my hand hurt after 14 I don't write anymore like I don't literally pick up a pencil anymore did the mic cut off no way the mic cut off Can't what are you doing you. I don't understand what you're doing it cut off. Yeah, maybe it's your bandwidth. Uh, cut your video feed off. Don't you try my bandwidth, fam? Well, there. Well, I hear you now. It has nothing to do with that. My internet's faster than yours. Yeah, right. It is. It really is. <laughs> Anyways, I'm running like a hundred and sixty down. That's too now. slow. That's slow. That's like freaking prehistoric compared to mine not even kidding anyways yeah. um i forgot what <laughs> i was saying the i was saying i wrote 20 things down on a piece of paper my hands started to hurt after 14 of them because i don't pick up a pencil anymore i only yeah, I, I only type how did these old novelists write 700 page books and then they're editing their book by going through their chicken scratch of 700 pages you imagine that I would be like Hemingway it's too. Crazy. I'd be writing at the bar. I would need to be absolutely <laughs> drunk to be having to write 700 pages on paper. 
Hey, that sounds ridiculous. That's not, that's not ridiculous. No, look, it's not that serious, but I just can't imagine. Cause when I write, when I sit down to write a story, I reread everything from the beginning. Hemingway would read his entire book from the beginning before he would start again. That's bananas. That is legitimately crazy to have to read. Yes. You know, if you read, if you, if let's say he's on page, I have farewell to arms or, I have for whom the bell tolls right here. Okay. How many pages is this? I love buying those books from used bookstores and they have like cigarette smells on them. Like you can smell like the last person who like, you could see, you could just picture this old dude just smoking cigarettes. All smoking a fat cigar. Yeah. My farewell to arms book was like seat. that. I think I swear, I swear to you, I got like lung issues from reading farewell to arms because <laughs> I bought the book. Um, 507 pages. Okay. So every time this man would pick up his pen, he would reread it. By the time he's done, he's reread the book a hundred times. It's crazy. crazy. That's nuts. Anyways, um, moving on. What's next on the Apple thing? Let's sum it up. Let's next, get. Let's move. Next let's up. rapid fire. What's next? We're almost. We're almost. I mean, we're getting let's, through it. Let's just do. We got. We got two main items left. Let's let's bullet point them, and then so uh, we got the Apple Watch. Ah, uh, the main updates we have here is like the Apple Heart Study. Which Twenty, you got twenty. They already had. So you had the hearing study per per uh main item here. Okay, so you have the new hearing study, uh, the new women's health study, and then the Apple Heart and Movement study. Uh, what else? They've got a new always on display that I do like, which is using. I've been wanting to say this the whole time. It's using a low temperature polycrystalline oxide display ltpo and the, okay so first of all i think the the technology on this display is more impressive than uh it's more impressive than watch my, right now than my apple watch that dies in 10 hours yeah and and just the rest of the watch like it the, the display itself can literally reduce uh, uh or or it can change the hertz that it runs at anywhere between 60 to 1 which is incredible hmm. so it that's what they're going to use to allow the always on display what does that mean not like? murder the what is like you know the the refresh rate basically 60 to 1 think of it like the, a refresh rate yeah i mean 60 you can go from 60 hertz all the way down to one hertz got it so the thing i was looking for on this watch thing i'm looking for that thing yeah. you told me about if these watches can ever do that, that would be sick. The that's what I was looking for. If and that's can, why I'm waiting. Zach introduced me to this study that Tim Apple has been um, working on for for years. I think it was you said it was a Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs actually initiative. initiated the uh, the research. That's I mean that's what everything that I've researched and found and, has said. And this this research is that eventually these Apple watches through this technology probably through more advanced technology, will be able to monitor your blood sugar throughout exactly. the day. Your blood sugar levels. That is revolutionary. I can't imagine that that kind of technology isn't being fought against by like major pharmaceutical companies. Dude, I, I'm sure it would be because um, pharmaceutical companies are crazy. I mean, let's be real. Uh, you had... Uh, it's, it's too, that, that, that's a whole nother podcast. 
But uh, no, yeah, that, that's something that'll I was, be a, I was, that'll be oh, <laughs> that's gonna that's be like, like that'll be season seven. Oof, man, <laughs> I can't wait for that whole episode on pharmaceutical companies. Dude, I mean, I know, you right? know what though? That that would be a nice segment if we did do like a, um, it's like a it's a task like not a task it's an assignment like you know we each have like mini docs audio docs where we do research on a subject and we. And we write an essay on it. I like that. We'll do it. That's interesting. Give us we'll some homework. It. I'm going to write it down. It'll, it'll make us actually do something that we do on our own time. All right. What's next after the Apple Watch? Okay. So after the Apple Watch, we have the iPhone 11, which Ooh. they introduced. And then afterwards, they introduced the iPhone 11 S Pro, Pro Max. And Pro Max. So it's not S. It's just Pro. So they're... <laughs> they're changing that they're changing their naming again <laughs> what do you think those meetings go like when they're like last year's the xs max and this one's like this one's just gonna be the 11 pro plus max i don't know max i mean plus, I, that's I what it's see called, what they're right? doing uh the, the what what is it called the 11 11 Ma- 11, 11 pro max is the most expensive luxurious new iphone that's come out mm-hmm. um it's very interesting what they've been doing with the naming I think the last iPhone had the weirdest naming scheme I could think of. XS Max? Uh, yeah, exactly. The, uh, the the phone that almost sounds like it's telling you it's too much. Yeah, right? Um, XS. Exactly. And then uh, okay, I see what they're doing now. And, and I like what they're doing now with this this big split between the pro line and the non-pro line. Uh, it, it makes it feel like the cheaper version of the phone that you're getting is not a cheaper version oh. of the phone. It just makes it feel like it's the base model. What'd you do? Nothing. Did you just break your phone? Nope. You liar. You cracked your screen. No, of course not. This is surgical grade glass. Did you just crack your screen? No, I kind of like peeled a portion of my, of my cover oh, off. No, no. It's very difficult to take this case off. Oh, you got the leather one? That's how of I course, got you. I love it. Um, yeah, so no. I mean, I, I like uh, I like what they're doing with the name now. I hope they stick with it because just... It, it feels more like a you know solid naming scheme. How do you not get the pro? You know what I mean? Well, it's, I it's mean, offensive. If, if you almost. don't have the budget, though, but that's the thing, though. But they, that's the, the way offensive that they did part the about it. It's kind of like for me, it's like, oh, you're saying I'm not a pro? <laughs> it's no. like I was a salesperson. That'd be the easiest sale ever. I would say, well, they'd be like, hey, 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 Mario, what do what do you got here? What do, what what's new on the phone docket? Let me see him. Oh, well, John, hey, we we got the. You know the uh, iPhone 11, uh, the iPhone 11 R. Uh, it's a lot of colorways. It's, it's great, and then, and then we have the iPhone 11 Pro. Oh man, that one sounds good. Yeah, that one, that one's really good. Oh yeah, it's great. It has a triple camera. You know, it's it's phenomenal. Uh, but uh, and and then we have the iPhone 11 Pro Max. But you probably wouldn't be interested in that, John. That's that's not for you. Well, whoa, 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 what do you mean about that? I'm not interested in the Pro. What are you saying? No, John, it's just not for everybody. See, it's for people who are professionals. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a professional. What are you talking about? I'm not a professional. Not easiest sale of life. It's like, it's like you're trying the buyer it's, here. It's very passive aggressive. It's a very passive yeah. aggressive sales style. <laughs> yeah, Anyways, to touch on your, your story, yeah. uh, the, the R uh, is what they removed. They, I mean, it's no longer like the iPhone 11 R, which makes it feel like the, the phone you're getting is not just a cheaper phone, which I like. But any, anyways... Uh, to touch on so a the eleven bit, what? eleven Pro is the cheap version. No, no, no. You have the iPhone eleven, which is the cheap one. You have the iPhone eleven Pro, which is the small version of the more expensive one. 
And then you have the iPhone 11 Pro Max. Let me ask you a question. Night green. Didn't, didn't Apple release like a semi-racial commercial promoting the iPhone 11R? Not the 11R, the... Um, 10R. Whatever that thing is called. The 10R, whatever it's called. XR, 10R. XR, something. Never mind. I'm going down the road. They, they may road have. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's getting late. Uh, it's it is midnight exchange. It's about we're to be the midnight exchange, literally. Yeah, we're going to have to wrap this up shortly. <clears throat> and we haven't even uh, touched our major subject of the day. Crap. Wrap this well, up. Wrap up this app. I'm, I'm wrapping it. I'm wrapping it. Right, right, so you got stronger glass of black, back, blob, whatever. Uh, triple lens. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, new color. One, really. Uh, <laughs> the screen here. Here, okay, so the screen again. I like the screen. It's it's the same sort of screen that they're using in their XDR screen, which is the what it costs like five thousand dollars for a monitor. You can get uh, a, you can get it a nice light, and your uh, phone P- will be safe. <laughs> P three wide color, two million to one. I don't know. What that uh, means. It's got Dolby. It looks vision. really nice. They should have someone <laughs> up there like that. We like they're doing like the really technical stuff. They're like <laughs> it has two trillion. You see like his nerdy Tim Tim Apple up there, and he's like he's nerdy two two trillion color dots per square inch. And then it is like and you Cletus, it looks really pretty. Like the colors <laughs> are great. They're really nice. They're neat. And then oh he keeps God. on going. He's like the, the refresh rate on the watch is sixty hertz per second. Cletus, up. Oh, the watch doesn't turn off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm done. I'm good. It's uh, getting ridiculous. Uh, is that, that offensive? Great. I don't know what Cleet is. I don't know. Uh, we'll figure it out in editing. <laughs> uh, anyways, the only other thing on here that I thought was really interesting, aside from the Dolby Vision and Dolby Atmos and everything, is the the like a uh, A13 Bionic chip that they have on it. It is a the transistors are seven nanometers. And it literally has so your your phone has over eight point five billion transistors on it. Just think about how tiny those things have to be. How powerful is that? I could not tell you. Please. I just think it's cool. It's really really strong. You can go to the moon and back three times. All three. Right. Th- that's like seven hundred times. All right. Anyways. Let's uh let's talk about the thing that we were going to talk about because we were starting to talk about it. Okay. The big setup. Big pivot right here. The big uh, conversation we were going to have today, and it, it, it didn't start big. It was supposed to be just like a, a one-off, but turned out this is actually a thing. This is actually a, a movement. That's not a movement. It's just a, a convenient way to do a thing that you love. And this thing that I have fallen in love with, and I'm late to the parade, is the audiobook. The audiobook. The audiobooks. 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 They're podcasts for books. And uh, (laughs) I've been, I actually have listened to an audiobook before, but I've always been a a cynic. I've always been like, it's not really reading. These people who say that they, oh, I read that book. It's like, oh, really? Oh, cool. Copy. Oh, no, it was an audiobook. I'm like, you didn't read the book then. But wait, see, <clears throat> that's where I come from. That's where I come from as well. I have a whole library in and more of books that I haven't touched. But if I were to take the audiobook approach, I probably would have read most of them. Why? Because it's a podcast for books. And I spend <laughs> a lot of my time working, listening to a podcast very low in the background. 
I will say it's not necessarily meant for that if you're reading a book that is deep. And the book that I did start off with was <clears throat> Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. I had been hearing a lot about uh, Gladwell all over the internet and then over through respected people that I listen to, um, specifically actually basketball reporters. Okay. There's a, there's a basketball <laughs> coach, the coach of the Clippers his name is Doc Rivers. And um, he's a big Malcolm Gladwell guy. And so he mentioned it in a podcast and I was like, man, it was kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back. I had already heard of Gladwell so often and he had popped up on a, on my Amazon suggested read feed. Yeah, mm -hmm. outliers actually popped up and I read the description and I was like, Ooh, that sounds interesting. And it's one of those books that you get like a theory or an idea. And he okay. presents you the idea and the idea is outliers. And he's essentially talking about how a lot of successful people have outliers in their lives that allowed them to be successful. And so he goes into breaks down different things and he talks about hockey players. Hockey players are the majority of hockey players are born in two months. Uh, I think it's September on October. Oh, you mean like two months out of the year? Like a specific yeah, two months two out months. of the year, specific okay. two months. And it has something to do with the age of which um, you make the cut on a certain league. It makes like all the difference in the world as to what you're developing as a hockey player looks like. Then he mm. goes down and talks about Bill Gates and he talks about, all of the tech um, gurus, like the Steve Jobs and the Bill Gates and the um, Steve Ballmers. The Steve Ballmer? Yeah, Steve Ballmer. And I'm talking a lot about the Clippers, man. I keep on bringing up the Clippers. <laughs> I keep on bringing up Clippers. Second related. time of the night. No, third. Um, anyways, third. Um, I mentioned them earlier on about the Lakers argument. But oh, um, yeah. <clears throat> Ballmer, Paul Allen, all these people were born in a certain era that would have been the perfect era to get involved into programming and all that kind of stuff because, because you're the first in the market, essentially. You're the first person early on doing it. And so, wow, the, show, the folder finally shared. Um, yeah, that, yeah. Anyways, so he talks about Bill Gates. He talks about that Bill Gates went to a high school that would have been the only high school in the world at that time, possibly, that offered a programming class to, to ninth graders. And so that gave Bill Gates the opportunity to fall in love with coding at in ninth grade so that he... Um, by the time he got to college, he had 10,000 hours of, of coding under his belt, programming under his belt. He would literally go, he would actually sneak out of his house because the library would kick him out. And he would <laughs> ride his bike to, I think, Washington University. And pretty much, I think he like hacked the computers there to use the computer lab all night um, over there. So they were just talking about him like that. Yeah, they're talking about why are Asians better than most other cultures at math? And he broke down, uh, he went, talked about rice paddy farmers and the cultural way, the approach they take to uh, uh, rice farming. He talked about that their language is more succinct when they say numbers. It takes us, um, if you add up to a hundred in English or, or you do it in uh, Mandarin, it's, it's a lot faster or it's at least significantly faster so that yeah. a, a kid growing up can count to a higher number. Uh, quicker they can process numbers more quickly they also talk about the way that they explain math so the way we say way the way we express fractions it's confusing uh, we say three-fifths they say out of five parts take three hmm. you know there's different ways that they go about it and so now you're seeing an uprising in um 
schools in America that are trying to adjust our approach in mathematics. And they're called KIPP schools. So I think there's something like that. Anyways, the book is really interesting. And um, I disagree with him on some parts. And because there's a lot of people who have the same circumstances. Um, he talks about sports athletes. And I think sports athletes are the ones that come to mind a lot. Um, you can have an outlier, but at the end of the day, it's ultimately a decision a person has to make as to what they're going to do and how they're going to use um, the resources. And you want to call it an outlier, you know, I'll call it divine, uh, divine coordinating, you know, divine okay. opportunities, because you can have an athlete whose father is a superstar basketball athlete. And he, this kid is going to have all of the tools and the ment and the perfect mentor, essentially from a basketball perspective at his advantage and time and time again, just because you have the resources available to you doesn't mean you turn out to be the next LeBron James or Michael Jordan. You know, yeah. the outliers are people like Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, uh, people who grew up with fathers who were great at basketball. Um, and they took it to a different level because of the tools and the, and the different opportunities they had available to them. So anyways, the book is great. And then it kind of just changed my mind about audiobooks because that book is over 300 pages and I listened to it in two days. Jeez, really? Yeah, just at night, man. How how much time though? <clears throat> I mean, within see, those two or three days, I had a, I had a significant amount of time to listen while I worked, and I had to drive a lot those two days. It's amazing how much like content you can consume in an audio format like that, like three hundred plus pages. I'll tell you how much uh, how long it is. Let me see. Why you're why you're looking that up? I mean, that, that's been my thing. I, I I had this thought last night actually about if I should get into audiobooks because I I mean I had the same opinion. I'm like I have these. First of all, I, I have hardcover books that I I have bought that I've been meaning to read. I've got one, two, three, four, five, and the sixth one, which I'm halfway through right right now. That's on my list, and I'm just like every single day I have less and less time to read and sit down, and I feel like I'm betraying the book if i don't sit down and read it so it's interesting to hear uh hear your experience it is no where does it tell you the duration of the book okay it's seven hours and 18 minutes so over three days it wasn't two days it was a friday night it was a saturday and it was a sunday and i finished it on sunday but that's not bad, man. I mean, you're, you're talking about spending less than eight hours. That's less than a a typical work day just listening to a book. And you got through a whole dang book. It's phenomenal. How is that possible? If you sat there and read that, it would, I mean, I would take much longer to read, but I kind of read slow sometimes to make sure I'm getting it, everything. How, how was your uh, retention of the information though? That, that's my Ph biggest concern. Phenomenal. Surprisingly phenomenal. Now I will say this, I was not able to listen to it working. A book like that, I'd say any book, I could not concentrate and multitask. I couldn't. Mm. Now, if it's a book that, for example, yeah, if it's a book, I feel like you could train yourself to process information better while multitasking. You if I was listening to that book, I would mute whatever else I was doing. And so I okay. would comprehend it better. 
So I was multitasking half the time when I was listening to it, but I feel like my processing of the information was pretty excellent as far as much better than I thought, thought it would have been. And so from there, I, I made a second purchase. Okay. I got the complete works of Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> and those are a little bit darker and uh, not a, a significantly way more dark. Anyways. I, I but, can imagine. Uh, but uh, no, it was like three bucks. I was like, how can I resist? Let me do this. So yeah. What do you, uh, what do you use for your audiobooks? I use Apple, the Apple store. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. So you get, so, okay. So I, I don't know much about the audiobooks at all. I just know they exist and <clears> I've had this stigma against them. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out if I should get into it. So if you get the audiobook, <clears throat> do you only have audio you can listen to or can you also read along with it? No, you cannot read along. You have to buy it Dang separate. It. See, that's the thing. If I would love to have an audiobook, I, I, I say that's the thing, but it's not the thing. I, I would love to have an audiobook that if I wanted to, I could just go back and read a portion of it. Make some. That would be some, so convenient. You make some good money, you buy two copies. You buy an audiobook version, you buy the. Uh, I'm close to buying 12 Rules of Life by Jordan Peterson on audiobook form. I feel like, okay. and I, I own the hard copy, and I'm about to buy an audiobook because. It's a long book and it sounds like a really good audiobook read. I've already listened to the lectures. Um, and I have this giant book that somebody beautifully gave me, you know, called the Gulag Archipelago. And this is a, that is like a literary beast. And it's just, it judges me every day. It judges me every day for my bookshelves. All and, right. bo and books like that make me want to read the actual copy and not the audiobook. Okay. I feel so, you. It's weird. So, yeah. so do you suggest I or anyone listening tries an audiobook? Absolutely not. They're terrible for you and they're not yet. Absolutely. Okay, no, thank you. All right. <laughs> I, but you know what? Uh, maybe Audible makes sense. If you get to keep those books after you end your Audible subscription. Um, but the thing is Audible gives you credits. Damn, that does make sense. We're not sponsored by Audible, by the way. No, uh, no, but definitely not. Many people are, but we are not. Well, we are not one of those people. No. Um, Audible gives you credits every month, so you can get like two books a month, which is great. I think that's a good pace, too, for audiobooks. Dang, it's like it's a $15 a month subscription. You got to use it, fam. You need to use you it. You really got to yeah. use it. Free membership. Okay, you get one audiobook, two Audible originals. The, prob the problem with it is really, are you going to listen to it that much? I have podcasts that I love to listen to. And so, like, that means if I, I'm not properly using my Audible subscription, unless I am listening to two, bo two books a month. At least, man. Yeah. No, I'm going to agree. I don't know. I'll have to do a little research on that. I might try the I think Apple I'd rather audiobook or something like that. I think I'd rather so, just buy I want the hard covers, but I, I, like I said, I don't have enough time to read it anymore right now. So I'll have to look into that. Uh, I might look into the Audible a little bit more and see how that, how that is. Um, but the other thing that I've heard about that I'm very interested in, and I mean, you can look this up as well. I, I think this is the version. It's a, it's the, there's a new Kindle out. And, uh, so this is like the, uh, Kindle, oh, I don't even know what this one's called. 
What Post is it, it in the in the chat so I can click it. Let me see if I can find the actual name real quick. Let's see. Uh, Side note: I am so hyped for this NBA season. It starts this week. <laughs> oh my god! Today uh, was media day. I'm just like I'm so ready, bro. Media day. Today was media day. That's where they they do all the media interviews for the before the season. Got you. I'm a heat lifer for those of you who Miami Heat diehard. A heat uh, lifer for the audience. If you want to send me any Miami Heat goodies, uh, merch. Alrighty. I'm all about that life. <laughs> all right, I just found the uh, the link here, so I, I just posted that in the uh, the Google Meet. Um, but now this thing it looks really really cool. It's called the uh, Kindle Oasis, and so I wonder if this is this will help me. With the the hardcover book issue, because I like have it's convenient having it on your phone with like Apple Books and all that stuff. But I I like having a dedicated device, whether that actually be a physical paper or something else, to read a book on. But this thing is pretty neat. I mean, you can customize the screen. Uh, it the screen starts to go warm at night, so kind of like your phone does. So if you're up reading, you don't have a bright light in your face. Uh, it's, it's, uh, IPX8 rated. So you got two meters of water for 60 minutes. I just don't see, see myself. Re I've tried. I read one book on a tablet. I read police by, uh, by Joe Nesbo or yo Nesbo, however you pronounce it. Um, excellent. Yo, freaking phenomenal book. If you're into that genre. So a detective, um, it's, it's crazy. It's like the only thing I've ever read in that genre, but. It was it was really good. Like I, the first book that ever made me scared to turn the page of what was gonna happen next. Like that I actually had like anxiety about what was gonna happen. It, it was crazy. Um. Anyways, yeah, no, I'm not about this Kindle life. Uh, to me, I would just rather have my phone and listen to an audio book. And if I want to read a hard copy, I buy a hard copy. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I have to think about it. I, I mean, I've got the iPad, so I could just use the iPad. Yeah, I would just use the iPad. But it does also allow you to have uh, audiobooks on here as well with Audible. So we'll see. We'll but, see. Uh, why? Why add another? Do you happens. have an iPad or no? I have a. The, I have the iPad Pro. I would just. I wouldn't go. First of all, I wouldn't. I don't know. I, it depends. If I'm on a plane, if I'm traveling, yeah, I don't want to take a million things. Great, but something about turning a page. If you're going to read it like that, I don't know. I'm not against it. I wouldn't spend the money on it. Personally. It has its it has its place. I don't know if its place is in my home. The now. only <laughs> way I would buy this thing is if Kindle Unlimited was free, like forever. <laughs> Can, that's, that's a but good it's point. Not, it's three months free, which of course makes sense because the business would drown if it was free forever. Um, you couldn't pay the authors with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's not that cheap either. It's starting at like 200 and eighty dollars you could spend a couple extra bucks and just get the new ipad and i do like that you could take this thing in the tub you can literally take a bath <laughs> and read this thing. yeah that's that's uh we got a promotional photo here with a woman in a bubble bath great <laughs> all right well i think that wraps up uh that wraps up this episode of yeah my thoughts here i'm gonna i'm i'm gonna make that a goal i'm gonna try an audiobook you know what i'm gonna try an audiobook this week I'm gonna make that a uh, requirement. Listen to Outliers, you'll like it. Outliers. All right, let me yeah, write that down. It's not, it's not bad. I would read it. Listen to Outliers. Got it. 
All right. Uh, all right. I think that wraps it up. Uh, thank you for joining us. As always, you can find our information in the podcast info. And um, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Until <laughs> next week, this you can yeah. was the Midnight Exchange. Oh it my bad! You're gonna exchange. you're gonna tag all our stuff. It yeah, was we gotta tag our stuff. We gotta tag our stuff. It was the Midnight Exchange though. Yeah. You can find us on Twitter at t h e m e podcast. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at the Midnight Exchange, and you can find us on the internet at themidnightexchange.com. And also, this is, was, and will continue to be the Midnight Exchange. Good night, everybody. Good night.